0: Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Aftar. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited to be here. I don't think I say it enough, but I truly enjoy talking to you guys through the podcast. So if you don't already know, just know that I love being here. Today we are going to talk about a concept I created called the emotional mass. What that means is, just like men are generally biologically created with more muscle mass, they have more muscles on their body on average. Similarly, women have a higher emotional mass, which I know, depending if a woman is a professional athlete, can beat an average man in this regard. There are always exceptions. And also, I'm not saying that because of this lower muscle mass state, women are any less than men. I'm just saying it is a biological genetic difference. And I also don't mean it in a way that emotional mass is an emotional burden. It will become very clear why. Like a man will never go around saying, Dude, I have too many muscles on my body. It is such a pain. (laughs) Emotional mass is just like muscle mass. It is a blessing. Let's find out how. And when I'm saying this, keep in mind that I am a feminist to the core, but the type of feminist that protects the right of women that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted them, not the norms that men created for women. So my definition of feminism is different from the most commonly understood Western definition. It is a very complicated science if you really delve into feminism but that's not the topic today. So, okay, I digress. The point I want to make is I'm a feminist protecting the rights of women that were given to her by Allah and the Prophet, peace be upon him. Now, coming back to the topic, emotions being the source of your strength. That's the title of this podcast. So, men have a higher muscle mass on average, and women, on the other hand, have a higher emotional mass on average. So, what I mean by that is women are more in tune with their emotions they can access them more easily and they have a broader and wider spectrum of emotions available to them at any given time. This, again, is on average. Of course, there are men out there that are the exception to this generalization, but on average that seems to be the case where women are more in tune with their emotions. Muscle mass in men is easier to see. It's a physical, tangible thing. But emotional mass is more abstract because it is not a measurable entity. That is one of the reasons it goes underappreciated in life. Book Measure What Matters by John Dor, describes a concept where humankind progressed exponentially when they could measure things. For example, gravity was always there, but when we came up with numbers, formulas, and measurements, we could do something to overcome the force of gravity and fly. And when we started measuring time with hours, minutes, and seconds, mankind could then standardize it and use it to communicate across languages, to carry on trades, transactions, and exponential progress was made. When humans are able to measure something, it gives them solid grounds to make progress. So how do you measure abstract concepts like emotional mass? How do we measure it so that we can use it for our success? Formula CTFAR is the closest I've seen to a scientific method in a social science. So if we use CTFAR to measure an emotional mass of a human being, it becomes clear that the measurement is through results. If you're getting results that are measurable, you can then backtrack and find out how much and what kind of emotions or feelings you would need to come to that result. Emotion drive actions that create results. Simple. Following this human design, if you have a result you don't want, pick a different emotion and create actions from there. So the measurement comes from the results. If you want massive, impossible results, create massive emotions to get there emotions and results are directly correlated so it only works to our advantage to have a higher emotional mass. So once during a conversation someone told me that I was being emotional and that comment stopped my thought process dead in its tracks. Yes I was being emotional but I was also having a conversation based on these emotions like it wasn't a fight or a shouting match but it got me thinking is being emotional a good thing or a bad thing? And to answer those questions, I want to address any negative connotations about being emotional. We grew up in a society where being emotional is thought of as being weak. That is not at all how I'm using the word emotional. When I say women have a higher emotional mass, am I also saying that women are more emotional? Yes, absolutely, I am. But I am not using the term emotional woman as a picture of a crying, upset, bundle of nerves woman because that is the first thing that comes to mind when we describe someone as being emotional. Actually, I want to change the definition of being emotional altogether, because access to emotions is a woman's strength. In a man's society, emotions are thought to be less than desirable. A woman who is always anxious, easily upset, and a bundle of nerves labeled emotional. But that is not a woman using her emotional mass with emotional intelligence. That is the big difference here. So, men with higher muscle mass, women with higher emotional mass, what does this look like in real life? We have to use this emotional mass with emotional intelligence. That is the secret sauce here. Women that have tapped into this secret can become and are very successful. There is no reason that the rest of us cannot tap into this success as well. And there is no reason that this success has to be limited to this world. Once we can gain control over this emotional mass through our emotional intelligence, we can create success in our akhira as well, inshallah. So first thing, get out of your Head that being emotional is a weakness. It is actually a strength. A human being either takes actions to create certain feelings or emotions or they take actions to avoid certain emotions. The strength of emotions is so much that all of our lives we work to either feel happy and we do that by chasing money, romance, pleasure, and similarly we would give an arm and a leg to avoid feeling sad, anxious, or upset. This is the human condition. This is universal. All of humans' actions are driven by emotions and we have established that women have higher emotional mass. Doesn't that mean that women can achieve more? Hmm. Now, if that doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what will. Now, bear with me because I'll go back to addressing misconceptions again before I can fully explain this concept. This quality does not mean that women are better than men. It means that we are different. Islam assigns roles to women based on this strength. Women in general are more nurturing, more sympathetic, and more expressive with their emotions. So design of Allah, of biology of nature is that we are usually the primary caregivers to children and we bear children and how perfectly fitting that job is for a woman who is responsible for shaping the emotions of the next generation again i'm not saying that men cannot take this responsibility this definitely is not a green light for men to be completely hands off in child rearing but what i am saying is that allah designed women to bear children and then he granted us emotional strength to fulfill that responsibility what a beautiful design this is alhamdulillah so is this emotional mass to be used in only child rearing and homemaking absolutely Absolutely not. Khadija عنها, was one of the richest businesswomen in Makkah. Once the Prophet وسلم, married her, he didn't say, Please give up your job, stay at home, be a homemaker, and bear children. If that's what Islam had said, don't you think the Prophet peace be upon him, would have told his wife? Instead, he was working for her. I mean, my God. Let's learn from the Sunnah here, people. Emotional mass is a woman's strength and she is allowed to use it in any way that is allowed in this Deen. And there is a lot that is allowed in this deen. In fact, there are more things that are halal than haram. We only hear about things that are haram because people love to give others advice to mold them for their own agenda. And unfortunately, they use Islam for this gain. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me guidance, first of all, and all of us guidance, so we don't mistreat his religion for our own gain. So if you want to use this emotional mass to cultivate a beautiful home, kitchen, garden, children, and romance with your husband, you have the freedom do so if you want to use this emotional mass to make a million dollars a year you are welcome to do so remember the prophet didn't stop his wife and if you want to use this emotional mass to make a beautiful family and make a million dollar home you go do exactly that there are infinite possibilities now let me give you an example of this emotional mass at play in my profession As a medical doctor, we get to read plenty of scientific journals, and one of those very well-respected journals is the Journal of American Medical Association, or JAMA. In an article published in JAMA in 2017, researchers studied 1.58 million hospitalizations and found quote, patients treated by female physicians had significantly lower mortality rates and readmission rates compared to those cared by male physicians, end quote. Hmm, you had a higher chance of coming out of the hospitalization alive if you had a female physician involved in your care. Is your mind blown yet? Mine is. Does it mean that it only happens in professions where empathy is needed? Caring for patients is an empathic profession, like physicians, nurses. Can women do well in other industries? Let's Finance, real estate, computer science? And the answer is yes. In a survey of 27 million employees across the globe, they concluded that women bosses tend to outperform their male counterparts. So what is the missing link here? Why are women suffering because of these emotions rather than succeeding? And the answer is that again, because in a male-dominated society leads a woman to ignore her emotions and attempt to perform like a man in the workplace, that is a constant recipe for failure. So in other words, women are trying to fit into a role of what a man wants her to be, not emotional, and as a result, underperforming. Only the women that embraced their true femininity and emotional strength are successful in their professional life. And that is evident by the survey example and the medical journal example I just gave you. And as a Muslima feminist, I can tell you that this concept of ignoring your emotions has no basis in Islam. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, lost his wife Khadijah, and his uncle Abu Talib about nine years after his first revelation, that whole year is named after his sadness. In fact, it is called the year of sadness. Imagine, one whole year in Islamic history named after an emotion, an emotion that the Prophet felt. Feeling your emotions is a sunnah, not a weakness. We are so brainwashed into running away from our emotions that we are never given a chance to actually see it as a strength. So, just like by working out, you can gain muscle mass, kinda like the example of the woman athlete I gave you, where she spends time cultivating that physique so she can compete professionally. Just like that, anyone can cultivate an emotional mass. So, for a man, it's not impossible to have a higher emotional mass than a woman but they might have to cultivate it more. Women that are successful have tapped into this emotional mass. What becomes a weakness is when we don't use this emotional force intelligently. And that is what we are all about here at Islamic Life Coach School. Gaining emotional intelligence so you can then channel that emotional mass, that talent, that gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards your success. What are you using your emotional energy for? That is the question. Are you an emotional overeater? That's an extremely common phenomenon. Again, channeling emotional energy to create negative results of health and weight challenges. Emotional overeating is a huge challenge for a lot of us. Are you using all of your emotional mass to worry and cry over the fact that you have all daughters and no sons? Result being you're ignoring the daughters you have? Are you using your emotional mass to yell at your employees? Are you using this mass to worry about your financial situation rather than actually doing something about it? Are you using this emotional mass to stay in victim mode because you were abused in the past? Or are you using this emotional mass to heighten the emotional abuse you're in now instead of, again, actually doing something about it? Or are you finding that this emotional mass is so strong that you're constantly anxious but you just don't know why? I mean, sometimes, for some of us, this emotional force is so strong that you can't even see the reason behind it. Which of these results are you creating? Measure your result and find the emotional energy behind it. Once you can tap into that emotional mass with that intelligence, I mean, I can't even imagine what you can create. My mind just blows up thinking about it. And that intelligence is not just reserved for women that are successful. It is not exclusive for a few special ones. It is for everyone. You just have to find it. If your brain offers you people that are successful or special, that just can't be me, let me tell you that this is a lower brain thought. And oh, those ever-present lower brain thoughts. Say, a'udhu billah so that the whisper of shaitan dies. And listen to what I'm saying. Everyone that is successful today got there by tapping into that same emotional mass and intelligence that you have as well. Start your work. Tap into your thoughts. Do your thought output. Notice your feelings and honor them. C-T-F-A-R, each and every thought. And come find me for coaching if you think you cannot get out of the trap of your emotions. First of all, emotions are not a trap. They are a strength. I congratulate you on having a big emotional mass. I mean, just like a brother would say to another brother after he pumped some iron in the gym. Wow, brother. mashallah, Great job. Those biceps are really coming along. (laughs) I don't know what brothers say to each other at the gym, but you can imagine my point here, right? Just like a man gets a compliment on his muscles, women should get compliments on their emotions. It is a strength. Companies are spending millions of dollars to train their employees in emotional intelligence so employees can then bring that skill to work and produce their best. Everyone knows the benefit of this skill. You cannot stay behind thinking everyone else can use their emotion strength but you. That will be a tragedy of infinite proportions. You have emotional strength and you can use it just like anyone else. You are loaded with the currency to success. Do not let it go to waste. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you with this design. He will ask you what you did with it. I pray to Allah wa ta'ala that he protects us from using our emotions under the whispers of shaitan. I thank Allah azza jal for giving us the emotions and the currency for success and I pray that we use the Prophet peace be upon him as an example to learn emotional intelligence. I pray that we can then use this currency to raise all of humanity to their best capacity just like we would use any other their currency in the path of Allah, I pray that we use our emotional currency in the path of Allah. I pray for all of your success in this path. Ameen Ya Rabbal Alameen. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me, where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women Program or not. So you really have nothing to lose, Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah I will see you there.